This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. All right. Oh, looks like we're doing okay. Again, Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. This is your daily financial news. This is a new show that we do seven days a week. We have been doing it for more than two years now. If you've been with me for any of that time, I want to thank you. Uh, if you are new to the channel, your first daily financial news, welcome. Uh, you can count on this six days a week at 730 and then on Thursdays, we normally do it at 7 a.m. What I try to do is go through an hour or so of reading, capture a bunch of information, and then just share what I read. Uh, if you follow the channel, you know that I'm a real estate investor, buy and hold, built a portfolio over 20 years, done some flips, but really what this channel is about is the seven experts or seven multimillionaires I interview every week. Because this channel, unlike others, brings you perspective from seven, now myself included, eight different investors. It's just not my opinion. And I'm really thrilled that the experts are with us Sunday through Friday. And then on Saturday, I do a live, an hour live stream just for you. So let's get into the daily financial news, but I'd be remiss if I didn't congratulate Chris. Chris, congratulations for closing your uh, first or next investment property. I'm going to go ahead and drop this in the mail right over there. Chris, congratulations on being one of the 500. So as I look at the daily financial news, you know what? I'll just go top down today just with what I read, pulling it together. First, a couple of earnings announcement. This week is really retailer week. Uh, we had retail sales yesterday that disappointed. Uh, we had two reports today that I captured, both Lowe's and Target. We will talk about each independently. Lowe's. Uh, this is obviously the, um, what would you call it, the competitor of Home Depot. Uh, Lowe's uh, beat top and bottom and and raised guidance. Their same store sales fell, fell 1.6%. However, that beat expectations. They were expected to see a fall of 2.2%, so slightly better than expected. Lowe's highlighted that their investment or interest in the builders and pro professionals area is paying off. Frankly, they are taking market share from Home Depot. Uh, this is something to watch going forward, and I think Home Depot is going to have to respond, uh, given that Lowe's is clearly making inroads into this important segment of the business. Target uh, is kind of one that I watch along with Walmart. Walmart reported yesterday blowout numbers. Target beat top and bottom today. Uh, they actually reported on back-to-school shopping, right? Walmart called out groceries. Uh, Target called out back-to-school shopping. Both, um, I guess, children, right? Kids go into, you know, grade school, middle school, high school, but also called out college kids. Apparently, college kids are spending uh, like never before because they are actually moving into dorms after a year of homeschooling. So, again, Target called out that and issued a $15 billion, or at least approved, a $15 billion stock buyback. Uh, the important part of Target is sales rose across every category, every category. So 
looks like the consumer is still spending, spending, spending. I did a video on this yesterday, but it warrants discussion today on the Daily Financial News. Palantir uh, is alike a lot of companies today. Their cash balances are ballooning. And uh, the traditional means of handling it are not enough. Some companies like Tesla, Square, and others bought Bitcoin or other crypto. Palantir went the other direction. Palantir went out and bought two, at least 250 100-ounce gold bars. Each of those gold bars at a price of $200 or $2,000 an ounce is um, it's like 200000 bucks. Crazy. So again, Palantir is the proud owner of 250 100-ounce gold bars. And um, I would just love to see the line item on their balance sheet. It says gold bars. Not something you would normally see in a software company. I've been in the Valley for 20 years and executive for 10 or so of those. And I never had to look at a balance sheet that had gold bars. It's pretty funny. So I think yesterday I talked about what would you buy, Bitcoin or gold, if you had to hold for five years. And it was actually about 60-40. About 60% of you said Bitcoin, 40% of you said gold. Uh, a couple of you got creative, went 50-50. Some of you said, hey, idiot, I'd buy a home. You're absolutely right. What would I do with it? Probably buy real estate. So again, just fun to think about. What I really look at this is cash is a problem today. That's what I take from Palantir buying gold. Cash is a problem. When was cash a problem? Never in my 50 years was cash a problem. At least in my adult life. Maybe it was in the 70s, in 80s. I don't know. I can't speak to that in any great detail. But cash is a problem. You don't buy gold bars when you're comfortable holding cash. God, 50 million bucks, gold bars, crazy. Uh, some information on mortgages today. Mortgage rates are up. Uh, they averaged 2.99 last week. They are up uh, to 3.06 today. Uh, refis were down 5%, which you would expect as rates rise, but purchases were also down 2% and actually 19% year on year. The home buying is slowing down, as we have talked about. Uh, housing starts also fell. Again, the housing slowdown is real. Housing starts fell 7% in July. This should have been expected. If you watch us daily, you know we were talking about at the time lumber being up, uh, builders just laying concrete and moving on. They stopped building. They stopped taking orders. We should have expected, and frankly, I did expect something like this. Don't know if you saw it today, but I was reading some articles about what's going on in China. It looks like China leadership is calling for curbs on excessive income. Looks like all of these clampdowns on tech companies and the like uh, has been, they are looking for common prosperity. Not, uh, they want to reduce the outliers who are making huge incomes and raise the standard for all. So again, they want the, and they want the wealthy to give back to society. Uh, their notion is common prosperity. Today in China, the top 10% earn 41% of the income. Uh, in 1978, it was 27%. Uh, so again, increase the middle income share of the economy. Uh, China is uh, clamping down. And again, as a managed economy, it is theirs to do with. Uh, it will be interesting if normal Capitalism takes over, and what that means is the people that can will leave. Uh, investment capital will leave, 
And um, yeah, we shall see what happens with this. But yes, socialism is um, rising in China uh, based on this excessive income and common prosperity goal. Uh, home builders uh, confidence dropped again it dropped to a 13 month low what people aren't telling you is that 13 month low is still a a time that most builders would take uh, they are highlighting um, uh, the panic buying is over i think that is well said and that's what i mean by a housing slowdown not a crash anybody who was really afraid or was on the cusp of buying a new or second home they did it in the last year uh, builders are still suffering from labor Lots and land, the three L's. So we should not be shocked that builders' confidence is down. But again, it is down to, I believe, 71. And anything above 50 is basically a good deal. So pretty interesting how uh, the media talk tracks this. Looks like consumer behavior might be changing because of Delta variant. Uh, you know, I've been looking for this. Uh, it looks like um, there's been some tweets about Costco in the last 48 hours. Uh, don't know if you guys have seen this. If you've seen this in your Costco, let me know. I was there two days ago and didn't see any of this. Uh, but it looks like uh, consumer behavior at Costco. We have some stockpiling again, both with toilet paper and bottled water. People talking about uh, being limited and uh, some posting pictures of out of stock. So do me a favor for watching this channel and you've seen some of that in Costco. Let me know. Just want to see if this is wide ranging or maybe just a unique situation. Uh, Matt, the mortgage guy who we will talk to today, or usually we do on Wednesdays, sent me an interesting article about United Wholesale Mortgage, the largest mortgage broker and, and publicly traded. They are now planning to accept Bitcoin as payment. We are seeing uh, crypto increasingly uh, looked at as payment options. Uh, United Wholesale, or UWM is what Matt would call them, UWM. They're looking at Bitcoin first, and they're looking at Ethereum and others after that, but they will definitely start with Bitcoin. Looks like there's more investigations into Tesla. If you didn't know, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration opened a formal inquiry, uh, basically uh, into Tesla's self-driving claims. Uh, it looks like a couple of Democrats have also opened up um, investigations into that as of the last couple of days. So it'll be interesting to see um, what happens from here? Uh, maybe Tesla will have to tweak their um, discussion of full self-driving. Maybe they will uh, be asked to do that. So we shall see. Uh, lastly, I read an article from a CEO of InfraCap, uh, really talking about what does 2022 look like. Uh, and they're, they're saying that uh, stagflation is the likeliest outcome currently. And they're actually calling for two interest rate rises next year. I'm only calling for one. Uh, so I'm going to go read up on them and see what they have to say. Uh, again, I'm calling for an interest rate rise next year. They're actually calling for two. And then lastly, on this concept of inflation, lots of people are still focused on lumber and used cars and airline tickets. That's the head fake. What I am looking at as of July, here are some housing. Here are inflation numbers that concern me. Housing, 3.4%. Food, 2.4%. Rent, 1.9%. Why do those concern me? Because I don't know about where you live, but those numbers are somewhere between wrong and, God, how can I say this without swearing? Really, really, really wrong. 
I don't know where you are, but rents are definitely not up only 1.9%. Food is not up 2.4%, and housing is not up 3.4%. This is the boiling pot of water that I think is below Jerome Powell and the Fed. It is simmering. And once this hits full boil, oh, they are uh, they are going to be in a bad, bad spot. So that's what I'm looking for. Those are going to start coming to the top. Let me know what you think. Again, it is Wednesday, which means we should be speaking with Anna Kelly here at 8. I have a surprise guest at 9. And then we should have Matt, the mortgage guy, at 9.30. And, oh, by the way, our guest for Friday uh, is going to be doing some work at conferences. So what he has agreed to do is record at 10, and we will post it on Friday. So once again, our experts on this channel are doing work for you. Uh, and we're going to keep the role going. So have a wonderful day. If you like this stuff, subscribe, leave thumbs up. And of course, let's ask this question. If you had $100,000 and you couldn't sell whatever you were buying for five years, what would you do? Gold, Bitcoin, house, maybe you'd leave it in cash. Let me know in the comments below. I would love to see it. Take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. Bye.